Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and the role it plays in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser. Hi, uh, yes, it is Chris. Welcome to the Solar PV Cast. It is brought to you by Shift for all your solar and energy storage needs. Make sure to visit shift.ca. Now, when you're making any big purchase, especially solar, you want to make sure you're doing your research. You want to look at the Google reviews and you want to talk to people, kind of see what it really is like to live a year with solar. Well, you're in luck. On this episode of the podcast, we are talking to Jeff Shields, who has done exactly that. It's almost uh, his one year anniversary on living with solar. Jeff, welcome to the PV podcast. Thanks, Chris. Glad to be here. So just before we dive into this one year living uh, with Powered from the Sun, give us the the layout on the system. What does it look like? What's the size, if you could? We've got uh, 20 panels on our garage roof, uh, east and west slopes. Uh, that was the only place we could put them. We've got 10 on each side. Um, it's a 9,000-watt uh, uh, system, so it qualified for the full grant. Um, and the layout works pretty good. We, uh, I was curious how it would actually perform over the uh, last year. Uh, we were really optimistic going into the year and um, exceeded our wildest expectations. Ooh, I like that. All right. I like that tease. Okay, so you said 9,000 or 9 kilowatt system, east yeah. and west, which is great because, you know, 20, 30 years ago, they were only doing south-facing, yeah. so it's wonderful to hear that you've had some success with east and west-facing uh, uh, panels. Uh, no battery storage, is that right? No battery storage. We're okay. doing BC Hydro net metering. And, Perfect. Um, that's where, that looks like it's the, the numbers are really good. Now that we've had a year under our belt and um, working out, it's, it's working out even better than we anticipated, so... Amazing. Did you use the Greener Homes program? You mentioned the rebate. I did. I used the Greener Homes program both for the grant and for the loan. And I got a little bit of a shock on that. But it okay. was a shock. Okay. Yeah. So just like, for those, sorry, sorry, Jeff, just for those uh, watching and listening, the Greener Homes program is a federal program. You can get up to uh, 5600 bucks back in the rebate to cover your energy audit and a $5,000 rebate. And then also you have access to an up to $40,000, 0% interest, 10-year payback loan uh, to cover the cost of your solar install. So now that we're all on the same page there, tell us about the shock. Well, I assumed that when we submitted the paperwork that the grant would reduce the loan amount. So in other words, um, we were looking at about $24,000 for the install plus $600 okay. for the audit, uh, pre-audit, and then $300 for the post-audit. So I figured, well, they'd do the $24,000 minus the $5,000 grant for the solar well, no. They gave us the full twenty-four grand for the loan plus the five thousand dollar grant. Oh, okay. So you you got the twenty-four thousand on this ten-year zero percent interest loan, and you got fifty-six hundred bucks in your pocket. Right. <laughs> Did you go anywhere? Did you go on a trip? No, no. We we um, well, we have been. We just got back from Phoenix a week ago, but oh, amazing. Um, that had nothing to do with that. One <laughs> That's had nothing right. to do with yeah. the other. Um, a lot of solar in Phoenix, boy. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, 
No, we put the, we put the fifty six hundred dollars into a high yield savings account, and it's such that if the balance in the account goes up two hundred dollars every month, you get a higher interest rate, like five times what it normally is. So it's generating some some decent there, and so what we what we're doing is every month we're sort of using that we 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 dump a little bit in and we take a little bit out of that account. So it's going to cover the first 42 months of payments. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So no money out of pocket for 42 months, really. Um, we're saving, <laughs> our savings were better than we thought. Um, we thought we'd be saving about $100 a month on our electric bill. We were on an equal billing of 164 and okay. we thought we'd save 100 and we'd have about a $60 a month payout. Well, um, no. <laughs> it worked out to about $140 saving. Wow. So you're, you're, you're in BC, so your hydro bill is down to 20 30 bucks a month. Well, here's what happened. Um, because we were on the equal billing, our first bill um, – had a credit because we'd been paying equal billing. So they had to do that. So they gave us a credit. And because it was a late September install, we didn't have a lot in the bank. So anyway, I made some notes. Oh, great. So um, including the bill for this last billing period that ends tomorrow, and I know what the bill is going to be because I've got credit. Okay. I've got, I've got in the bank stuff. Um, our total bill for the last year, Went from nineteen hundred and sixty-eight dollars for the year to four hundred and twenty. Wow! So, so that so you got that fifty-six hundred in the bank. You got those savings. You, yeah. you are truly uh, saving with solar. <laughs> yeah. So we 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 thought, and, and the uh, the plan called for generating about nine thousand kilowatt hours over the course of a year. Right. Okay. We actually generated. And I like using the megawatts here because it was 10.2 <laughs> megawatt hours. And to put that in perspective for people who don't like to do those types of calculations, that was the equivalent of 100,100 watt light bulbs burning for one year or for one hour. So 100,100 wow. watt yeah. bulbs, incandescent bulbs. Yeah, we all, yeah. We have all LEDs, so let's <laughs> yeah, multiply yeah. that by four. Right, uh, right. So pretty cool. Um, it, the other interesting thing is the stats. And in the last year, the amount of CO2 saved if it had been generated with natural gas or whatever was equivalent of a planting 120 mature trees. That's just for the last year. Wow. And every year going forward. That's incredible. How does it feel to that you yourself and your wife are, are have shrunk in your footprint, if you will, your eco footprint that much? Well, the really cool thing with the solar is we also have a plug-in hybrid car. So just to, just to give you an idea, we charged the car pretty much using solar, but with net radiator, it really didn't matter. I thought I was right. going to have to adjust our lifestyle. I was wrong. Didn't have to adjust anything because of the way the net metering works. Right. So that took a couple months to sort, sort get, get through my brain. But um, So... I filled up on August the 4th, coming back and filled up in Kamloops. Okay. My next fill up on the car was on the 4th of October. Wow. And I went, 
2,000 kilometers on a single tank of gas, and it's a 41-liter tank. Wow. <laughs> so, That's incredible. Yeah, so it was, I averaged 0.7 liters per 100 kilometers. That's you say that to somebody, they would say that's impossible. How, how, how? Well, yeah. this is oh, how. yeah, yeah. So, so, so and, and the basically charging the car was essentially free, and then yeah. we were still dumping. So, going into the winter, I have 3,500 kilowatt hours stored for winter use. That's going to cover our November, December, and January bills completely. Wow. And so, and in February, I mean, the last few Februarys on Vancouver Island have been pretty sunny and dry. So maybe yeah, you're so, going to get all the way through. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting for um, February, March, and April, I will have a $160 bill. For all three? For all three. And then you're right back to producing that energy again. And covering energy for the next winter. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting close to 100% offset. Pretty close. Um, because we do have electric baseboard heating and the electric okay. car and the infrared sauna and um, electric water heater, electric dryer, um, we generated 10 megawatts. We got three, so we used seven. Plus, I had an inflow of two, four. Eh, I still had an inflow from BC Hydro um, of about 4,000 um, okay. kilowatt hours. Right. So that was my 420 bucks. Right. All but right. I'm not of course, as you said. For, the, um, for level two billing. Yeah. So I don't have any, any yeah, of the 14 of cents or 14 and a half cents. Billing the call. Stick into that it, 10, 10 cents around 10 cents. Yeah. So I'm paying a little less than 10 cents for yeah. what I use. And what's all. amazing is in now nine years, when you've paid that loan off, I mean, it's all gravy. Well, at two, here's, you know, so we're, we were in the black from day one because when you add solar to a house, I'm a former real estate agent. I used to be with Remax. When you add solar, for every watt that you add to the house, you add $3 to the value. So we added 9,000 watts. So that's 36,000 bucks? 27,000. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. I am not in math. I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 27000 there plus the $5,600 on the, on the grant. Yeah. Um, you know, now we're, now we're into the 33000 roughly. And you um, said the system was 24, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're in the black right off the bat. Yeah. Plus we're saving $1,500 a year. Assuming no price increases, so there's well, another fifteen grand. Yeah, um, into the black. Plus, we took the the twenty thousand dollars that we would have actually spent if we didn't get the get the loan. Right, put that into high yield dividend stocks. So, um, that's generating about fourteen hundred dollars a year on top. Right. Yeah. So over the ten years, it's another fourteen grand, and that right. doesn't include the 
you know, the stock market crapped out for the last couple of weeks, but our dividends are still rolling in. That right. Second. As long as we're not selling those stocks, I yeah. don't care what the market's doing. Right. We're still getting our monthly dividends. So Incredible. Um, I figure Win, it, win, 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 win so far. Yeah. So roughly speaking, at the end of the lifespan of these panels, which is 25 to 30 years, we're going to be in the black over 100 grand. Wow. Compared, yeah. Compared, where would you have been 25 years from now when those utility rates are well, going through the roof? Well, my going to be uh, uh, compost. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but no. heck, you're going to have, you're going to have a, a great 25 years until then, at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, no, we've we're 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 over the moon with how this has all worked out. How has it been um, chatting with friends about it? People asking you questions and, we get, and over we, the last year, we had people. Well, well, the guys were doing the install a year ago. Who would walk by and they had rubber neck, and and, uh, and then a couple of them came by um, and started asking questions once we had had the install done. You know, and then they know we've had the plug-in hybrid for five years, and um, so they start stop and ask questions. But I've I've fired through several referrals to you guys. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so uh, no people want to do it. And uh, fellow around the street, he uh, he bought a uh, Ford Maverick electric truck. You know, he loves that. It's a hybrid. Hybrid, and, yeah. Uh, um, when he says, well, he says, it's not a plug-in, but I still want to do the solar panel. So he's he's pursuing that. The future is now. The Solar PV Cast by Shift. What about, um, I'm just thinking of, you know, the question somebody might have. They're listening. They're watching this the podcast right now. Uh, Jeff Shields, living with solar for the last year, is on the show. Um, what about maintenance? That's a question a lot of people want to know is, well, what's the maintenance like? <laughs> well, none. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So last December, we had about a four or five inch dump of snow. And I'm looking at the, the graphs and it's flatlined, like at zero. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm going, well, you know what? So I got on, I ordered a, um, a roof broom, a 24, 24 foot handle with oh, a wow. silicone brush to pull the snow off. Damn near killed myself. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't <laughs> recommend I that. I grabbed the snow and it just slid right down. <laughs> right. And I almost got like hit with an avalanche off the roof. If oh, it boy. Hit, I, would have, I would have been hurt bad. Oh, boy. Um, so then I, I'm, 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 I look at it and I spent $65 for this, just for the handle. Right. So I start looking at that. And I'm looking at the fort, and then the snow melted anyway, right? Yeah. After about five days. Yeah. And I looked at what the the, pos- the power consumption on the perfect day before, because it was totally sunny, and the perfect day immediately following when the snow had melted off. And in that five days, I produced about seven kilowatt hours. So 70 cents. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm looking at at like 35, 40 years to pay for the broom. Right. So, so I'm not doing that anymore. Um, Perfect. 
<laughs> it's funny you say that because a lot of people ask the question. They say, well, what about the snow? And we just say, look, we don't recommend clearing it. It's going to melt a little faster on those panels. Yeah. Um, and it's just not, it's not worth your safety. And it, financially, it's just not yeah. worth it. So it's amazing to hear that you know, firsthand experience. Thank goodness you're still with us and you didn't get <laughs> buried in snow. Yeah, so we do have a, uh, a canopy on the back patio that's got um, polycarbonate panels. And it doesn't like the snow because they start to sag. So I'm using the broom handle for that. So it's not a total waste. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm Perfect. Not, I'm not going to worry about the solar panels anymore. Awesome. And there, well, what about um, power outages? Did that happen? Did you experience we that had with one solar? power outage for an hour because we all our lines in this area are all underground. Oh, okay. And the only problem, the reason we had a power failure was a transformer on the same loop on our underground wiring blew. Got it. And the system did what it's supposed to do. Just for those listening, it, uh, you can't live off solar, of course, because you are tied to the grid. So it just shut down. and It just shut down. So we were like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but we have natural gas stoves so, okay. and natural gas fireplace. So, so um, it didn't matter. Of course, it was the middle of summer. So it was the heat good. that blew the transformer. There yeah. wasn't a... So we lost our little portable air conditioner. For oh, our, okay. Gotcha. Well, so... Interesting that when we did the energy audit, you know, mm -hmm. they put the fan on it to check. Our house actually is 30 years old, and it beat current um, infiltration standards. Oh, wow. So because we put new windows in and we've done some other stuff on the house uh, prior to the solar panels. So he says, he says your, 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 your rating is, is, I think we were point, point 0.3 cubic feet of infiltration. And the standard for new homes is 0. 0.5. Oh, you're <laughs> so, already winning. Yeah, so um, the house is really tight. So even I've got programmable thermostats. They run in the early morning and late evening, and that's it. And, well, and um, that's, a, that's a great point you bring up, Jeff, is because, um, you know, one way to really stretch that uh, production is to make sure your home is on point with insulation. Use timing on those thermostats, and and you can yeah. really maximize that solar production. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I was trying to get a hold of a, a, a an energy monitor that can actually monitor every circuit in the house. And, oh yeah. Um, so, but because of changes in the technology, they were rebuilding the unit and they were out of stock and finally i noticed that um in august after what, 10 months of waiting i put in a request i got a notice that bc hydro wasn't going to support that device oh no and then last week i discovered that they've got a, a device from another company that they're going to support okay. but it's not this current standard Right, so, and it only supports the Amazon Echo for um, as a hub. Well, that's right. useless to me. So, yeah, I, gotta, I agree. Yeah, yeah. They have some. Um, I was just had this conversation the other day. The smart meters, the smart breaker yeah. panels, they're coming out with now. That's incredible. You can literally control your breaker panel from halfway across the world and see what your home is using and everything. Yeah, they, and I wouldn't mind if we had if. We're limit. We were limited on what we could do with the solar because our panel is only 125 amp. 
So right. that was our that was our our, our done. And we were looking at another uh, three grand to just change out the panel to a current one. And if we went to a smart one, it's not that much more. And if if I wanted to add another circuit in the house, I have to replace my panel. So right. at yeah. this stage of the game, we've got everything we want. So I wasn't going to yeah. go that. Way. But certainly, yeah. if I if when we sell this place and somebody comes in. I, the first thing I'd be doing is looking at replacing that panel and, and uh, putting in a smart panel. I saw it. I saw it on this old house. They did a whole segment oh, yeah. of smart panels. Phenomenal. Yeah. I love, oh, it. Yeah. I love all that technology. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, it sounds like. I mean, it's safe to say over the last year you were happy you went solar. <laughs> I would. I would use a little stronger term. I would say ecstatic. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Even better. So is Susan. She's oh, yeah. absolutely over the moon with with what we've been able to do, and, and uh, you know she likes and, the the energy savings, but she likes the you know I keep telling her you know every time I see the the number tick up on the number of mature trees planted equivalency, you know oh we're at thirty, we're at thirty one, we're at thirty two, we're closing out the year at one hundred and twenty mature amazing. trees. You know that's that, that's a mini forest. Yeah, I had woodlots well, when we had a farm that weren't that big. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And that's and that's the beautiful thing about going solar and that's why it's booming right now is because financially, as we've talked about, it makes so much sense. Uh the yeah. tech is super cool for the for the tech heads out there. And then of course, yeah, the environment, the way climate change is going and our planet's warming up. You know, it feels good to be doing your part and and helping plant those trees. Yeah. Well, people said, well, you're not going to counter China. Well, I don't need to counter China. I just need to counter myself. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, Jeff, honestly. And, and the sun that we've been getting here on Vancouver Island, I mean, it's good and bad, right? Because, you know, my cedars are taking a real hit right now. But at the yeah. same time, for solar production, I mean, it's great. Well, you know, the thing is, having the sun is good, but having the heat is not. Because the panels are less efficient. Although we were maxed out every day pretty much, except for, what, three days of rain? I mean, we went right. 164 days without rain, April through June. We had three millimeters of rain, and then we went over 100 days until um, sometime in August where we got another millimeter. Yeah. And then, and then we, the rains finally came while we were in Phoenix. And, uh, Got it. Thank God for you that. You timed it well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're you're bang on right now. This, this fall sunshine that Vancouver Island is seeing is absolutely perfect for production. So that's great. Yeah. Well, we maxed out. Uh, our best single day was sixty one point four kilowatt hours of power, and we used seven. <laughs> so the rest was <laughs> wow. Back to the grid. So the neighbors are benefiting from it too. So, and yeah. then I, I tell them, I says, hey, we're on net metering. So what we don't use, you guys get to use. It's on the same line. So it goes to you guys yeah. first. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Are you glued to the app or have you, you know, I've heard some oh, people I the first week, the it's first, every day. I was glued for the first, I mean, hourly for the first several months. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. then it was down to once a day. And now I'm, no, it's more like once a week because I've got a pretty good handle on it. Yeah. Oh, amazing. But, um, when we have a I, – when I check the week, I'll see what my max was. And the, the it's incredible the dramatic decrease once we went past 
the solstice. Oh. So our power production for about mid-May to mid-August was our max. We couldn't produce anymore. And then in August, it started to taper off a tiny bit, tiny bit, like a kilowatt hour a day. Um, it would drop a bit. And then on September 20th, 21st, 22nd, it dropped dramatically. So at the peak, and for three and a half months, we were generating pretty much 60 to 61 kilowatt hours a day. And yesterday we had almost the perfect day, and it was um, it was 29 kilowatt hours. Right, yeah. So, yeah, and, interesting. Yeah, and, we're, and because we have the baseboard heat on, we're using um, – close to 30 now where we were using seven to 10 during the, during the summer. So right. right now we're actually drawing more from the grid than we're putting in. Yeah. But I've got, but you had that great summer. So. In the bank, so <laughs> yeah. So you're good. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but just to be the devil's advocate and, and make sure we're covering everything, any concerns, anything, um, any downsides, like I said, just to cover not, it all? Not that, not that we've had in the last 13 months now. Um, it's all been upside. The, the nice thing is, is with the system that you guys put in using the power optimizers as opposed to microinverters, just getting a little techie here, um, I can monitor the output of each panel. <laughs> and... <laughs> They're all performing at 100%. It's interesting because of the way the, the roofs are um, and the shadows cast in the early morning, how some of the panels are come up slower because they have a little bit of shade from the, uh, from the, uh, the peak of the roof as the sun's coming up. So some of them get hit right away, and then slowly the other panels come online. I mean, it's over the course of about half an hour. But right, yeah. I can see the difference. and. Um, but as soon as the sun's hitting them all, they're all the same and all lit up, nice and orange. Yeah, amazing. And then, you know, and in the app, we can I can monitor each panel. So, and I do that. Yeah, I wonderful. Can, I can go back and look at the history of each panel through the day, and so it, it, you know, I I like to play with that stuff. So it's not yeah. everybody's lollywick, but it is mine. So I'm having yeah. fun with. It. Amazing. How long uh, does somebody have to spend with you before they know you have solar? Uh, 15 nanoseconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not much time. Amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. all over it, yeah. Amazing. Um, That's yeah. great. Well, hey, Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to join the Solar PV cast today and give us your perspective. That's uh, valuable. Yeah, and it's, it was a blast, uh, and I really do encourage everyone to to jump on board. Um, I did get three estimates. Nobody touched shift. The guys, the installers, your your crew is phenomenal. Um, doing the podcast with you, Chris, has been great. I've been having lots of fun with that. So, you know, I spent about an hour last night pulling all my numbers together for this. So, Jeff, thank you so much. My pleasure. The Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.